0: life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much like unexpected medical costs that's why united healthcare provides health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs learn more at uh1.com imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time The Opinion Line on courts 96FM. Well, I heard this report in the morning news about property prices, that property prices are falling. They're, they had their biggest first quarter fall in more than a decade, the first quarter of the, this year. That's the headline. But the number of available properties is still a fraction of of what it was before the pandemic. In other words, the prices are starting to go down or to level off just a little bit, but we still don't have enough of them by any manner or means. the average price of a home nationally is now 308,500, according to daft.ie. In Cork, the average price of a home is 323,700 nod, which is up. So there's the thing. The quarter is down, the year is up. Let's talk to Adam Ferguson from daft.ie. Put all this into plain English for me, Adam. Is the market levelling out or do
1: we still have a huge problem? Good morning. Good morning, PJ. Thanks a million. Um, uh, So I think we look at two main factors when we consider price, that's supply and demand. You know, you've given some headline figures there at the national level. We've seen growth year on year, 2.7%, but quarter and quarter, we've seen the first drop of 0.3%, albeit it's a very small drop. So what's happening on the demand side? We've definitely seen a softening, Mm -hmm. um, and we think that softening is associated to the macroeconomic environment, Um, you know, the Ukrainian war, inflation. yeah. And then another factor that's softening demand is increased interest rates. It's much more difficult for somebody to commit to, you know, you've given the quotation of 300 odd thousand for for a house in Cork. It's much more difficult for somebody to commit to a mortgage at a higher interest rate. Affordability has become a challenge and we're seeing a softening of the demand. Albeit, we haven't seen a strengthening in in supply. So, you know, if you look at Cork City, which is up year and year, 1% and quarter and quarter down half a percent, there's 191 houses, homes available for sale on March 1st, which is up 25% year on year, but it's still well below the average of, say, 2015 to 2019. That was around 250. So we've seen this, you know, supply has not increased. Demand has decreased. And as such, we're seeing a flattening in pricing. Yeah. Now, if you look at Cork County. You're actually up 1% quarter and quarter and Munster as a whole has bucked a trend with Limerick, Clare and Waterford doing quite well in terms of an overall Munster growth quarter and quarter of 0.6%. Oh, no, fig- the figures pop- are fig-
0: Figures are figures, Adam, and you could spend the day going through them. But in terms of what that means for many of my listeners who want to buy a home and are saving hard and are trying to pay astronomical rents at the same time. What
1: does it say for them? Yeah, I, I think firstly when I think about these questions is that look, it's really difficult for everybody. This is not a good market in terms of supply, either in rental or in sale. Um, and you know, I have, you know, it's re- I, I feel really sorry for anyone who's trying to get on the property ladder or who's trying to save with excessive rents. And and the bad news is that. We don't see an improvement in supply immediately, either in rental or in in sales, because at 191 homes available in Cork City on March 1st, that's not a lot of choice. and it hasn't got easier for people, albeit we're saying today, you know, maybe maybe prices have at least flattened so you can predict what you're gonna do. I don't think you're going to see the same sort of bidding runs and I don't think you're going to see the same sort of challenge. So what you're aiming for at three hundred and fifty for your house or three hundred for your house isn't going to change. Um, which is which is good news. Um but it's just as hard as ever to buy a house, um, and I think we'll need government policy that that loosens loosens things. And particularly uh, from from my perspective and from our perspective, would be we need lots more supply, and that supply has to come via planning and 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 via builders building the houses, yeah. social, you know, three bed semis, all of all apartments for rent in in town, all of that needs to happen. And it's not happening fast enough.
0: Do, do we need uh, a new city, Adam? I'm, what I mean by that is, someone said to me recently, look at Athlone. They're in the middle of the country doing little or nothing, but it's a great commute to all of our other places. Should we start looking at focusing thousands of homes in one place and encouraging people to commute? Is that a way to do it?
1: Uh, all options need to be considered. And... Everything needs to be executed to increase supply. If you're building 25, arguably 25 or 30,000 houses a year, we need 50 or 60. So though all of those ideas need to be explored. You know, could we have a fast train from Cork to Dublin and could Cork be twice the size? You know, I'm, I'm from Cork, so maybe my bias uh, is in that direction, but I think we could. We do need more development in all areas. You know, um, recently I was talking to a pub owner in Baldi Hobb and he's saying people are priced out of the market in Baldy Hob and they've moved to, to rural areas of Kerry, you know, an artist that he was referring to. There is nowhere that has been left out of this lack of supply. Yeah. And in every market, it's difficult to rent a house or to buy a house, um, and particularly on the rental side. So we, we need supply in all parts of the market.
0: Talking to Michael O'Flynn, the developer, a few weeks ago on the Opinion Line, Adam Hay said to me, yeah, we do need supply. Absolutely we need supply. Where are we going to get the workers
1: to build them? Because they're not there. Yeah, I, I mean, that's, that's one challenge. I don't know, talking to, to developers, I don't know that, you know, I think the problem is housing the workers is a challenge, right? But but I don't think that if the planning was there, if the services and the infrastructure planning was there, I I think with the demand that, and the funding that could come from the government or otherwise, I, I think we could find the people to build the houses. You know, we built 90,000 houses in, in 2007 stroke yeah. 2008 per annum. So it is possible. And hmm. I, I I think there's a lot of opportunity if we could free up planning.
0: plushcare.com slash weight loss yeah planning is the big problem planning is still the objections like you'll have you might come up with a 500 house development here on the outskirts of the city and you you know being a corkman pick any outskirts you like you come up with an idea for 500 homes
1: it'll take you four years to swing a shovel exactly and that's extremely frustrating um for from a supply perspective, and there has to be acceleration of that and reform that allows for 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 planning. So no one's gonna build the houses if they can't get planning for the houses, and I think that's where
0: we're at. The prices, like you said, are, are going the way they're going. Interest rates and you said at the start of our conversation that part of the reason for this was the hike in interest rates. Because and I don't know how anybody sleeps with a two hundred and fifty thousand euro mortgage. I know I certainly wouldn't. But that two hundred and fifty thousand or two hundred and twenty thousand euro mortgage is a hell of a lot dearer this month than it was in March of twenty twenty two. And you said and, and and those interest rates don't look like stopping anytime soon. It's going to change things even more.
1: Yeah, and I, I think there's almost a lag as well in the bank offerings. So there's still some very good interest rates there. I know that there's fixed rate terms of, you know, in the range of 3% available. Mm. Um, and that's a, that, that, that's still a very good deal. I, I, I can only see it going one way um, for now. But they are saying that a flatten will come. So I don't know that it's going to, you know, it's not, we're not going to see what we saw in the 80s, hopefully. And if interest rates do flatten, then, you know, again, everyone will know what they need to do. Hmm. If you're saving to buy a house and the price is flat and your interest rates are predictable, then at least you you, you don't have a moving bar. But at the moment, you're right, interest rates are increasing and that's making buying more and more difficult.
0: So lastly, to summarize, the figures are the figures, but for the young people trying to get on the property ladder, trying to get out of rental and buy their own home, it
1: ain't getting easier anytime soon. Absolutely. And I feel really sorry for people in that position, but, you know, hopefully, things will improve hopefully we will have planning reform and hopefully the targets will be met over the coming years um and fingers crossed things get better but for now it is a very difficult situation and, and I have to feel plan- for everybody
0: and certainly planning planning needs to be looked at it shouldn't take 4 years to start swinging shovels adam thank you that's adam ferguson from daft.ie there's lots of detail in your newspapers this morning on how those figures pan out it's also in the in the morning radio news cork the average price of a house in Cork in twenty the quarter first quarter of 2023, the average price of a house in Cork was 323,728 yo-yos. That's an awful lot of me. Dear God. Oh, 0818 96, 96, 96 Tim on fuel prices. Tim sends us a picture of of a fuel station and says, good to see diesel falling below petrol for the first time in years. I have noticed that, actually, in the last week or so. They were stabilizing at the same. I think I paid 163 point something for petrol last week. And the diesel was like 163.8. And the petrol was 163.2. And now they seem to be up and down past one another but they are sort. it's only the other day we were saying dropping below 2 euro was good to see at least we're back down around 160 stroke 161 but then again am I right in thinking I could be wrong here we're down around 160 now 161 165 say 160 to 165 per litre now am I right in thinking that in May, because of the carbon tax and because of the excise changes, it's going to start going up again. So just as we get it down to a manageable price, they tax us and put it up again. You can't win, can you? Quartz 96 FM.